Good afternoon, everyone. It's Steve here. It's a lovely sunny Friday afternoon in London. It's the last Friday in September. The mornings and the evenings are becoming darker now, and it's also becoming a little chillier. This is episode six of season 11 of the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening downloading, recommending the podcast to others and subscribing. It's very kind of you. Now, when I was deciding the subject for this podcast, it changed a number of different times. The other subjects I decided on, they've been pushed back a little, so you will hear them later on in in this season of the podcast. Now, I've got a new method of recording my information. I've decided today, instead of writing everything down, I've still written it down, so I've got reminders, but I've done it as a mind map on my sketch pad. Whether or not this will be better or not so good, I don't know. But that's what we're going to do. The title of this week's broadcast this week's podcast, sorry, is Ingratitude. That means people being ungrateful about things. Not wildly ungrateful, but you'll see what I mean. Years ago, when I was younger, I was always taught to be polite by my parents. They used to say thank you. Sometimes, if I encountered a grumpy person and I said thank you, they'd say don't thank me, it's my job. Which I thought was a bit impolite, really, because I'm thanking you and you just have a grumpy response. But you do get people like that. I used to say good morning to people and they'd say, what's good about it? So those type of people I just used to say morning to if I greeted them at all. Now, there's two different ways of talking about being ungrateful. The first one was, when I used to work for a bigger school, every year we used to have an annual conference. And what would happen is, we'd discuss the different branches and how well they had done that previous year. Often, our school, the main school, often did better than all the other schools. We did have a slight advantage of being bigger. But what used to make me laugh and what used to annoy me was that the principal of the school used to say, well done everybody, well done to make it the most profitable, the biggest year ever for this branch of the school. But we could always do better. It's a bit of a sort of faint praise, I think. On one hand, they're thanking you. On the other hand, they're saying, well, you can do better than this. Which means, I think, that no matter how hard you try, they're never going to be grateful. It probably doesn't mean that, but that's the way it came across. Anyway, this I don't expect to be thanked sort of gratefully for everything I do. It's just things that I do. But this particular 
piece of ingratitude was because um, I think I made quite a bit of an effort and it wasn't received gratefully. Quite the opposite, in fact. Now, in a few days, it will be October. Ten years ago, in October, was the St Jude's Storm. Now, St Jude was the patron saint of lost causes, among other things. Now, I, I don't know why they call it the St Jude's Storm, but it also, was also known as Storm Christian. They've, in England, they've only recently started giving the storms names as they think that people can remember the storms better or will take more notice or will listen to warnings more if you give the name to a weather condition. Whether or not that is true, I don't know. The, the St Jude storm was quite a bad storm. Unfortunately, there were some, fata some fatalities in the UK and over Europe. I think in a couple of cases, some cranes were blown down or some people were hit by bricks or signs and there were some fatalities. We were warned in advance of the St Jude's storm. My boss said to me, there's going to be a storm tomorrow. I said, I know that. And they expected me to start out earlier than I normally did. And I don't think it would have mattered if I started out an hour earlier or two hours earlier. The result would have been the same. Most of the students in the school where I was teaching, they stayed in hotels in London. So the school was a short walk from their hotel to the school, to the classroom. As you know, I live just outside London, not far from Greenwich. That day, I was up at my usual time. It was quite early. I set out just after six o'clock in the morning. As I went down towards the station, I saw someone I know from the station walking back up the hill. They said to me, They've cancelled all the trains. It's no good. You'll have to get a bus. I thanked the person very much. But after travelling to London for 35 years or so, I always took what people told me with a pinch of salt. Sometimes people would tell me that all the trains were cancelled and I'd get to the station and trains were running. And in this case, I was right as well. So... I was lucky I got on the train. I think if my journey had gone well, I would have been in London by about half past seven, in the school about half past seven. As I said, if my journey went well. Which unfortunately, it didn't. The train left the station. It, it travelled for two or three stations until it reached Greenwich. Then it decided... We were told it wasn't going any further. Now, it was a while before they made that announcement. We were all sitting on the train waiting for someone to tell us something. But we waited for five, ten minutes and then they made the announcement that the train wasn't going any further. Luckily, though, the, the station also had a DLR station. So I was going to get on the DLR and then travel into London on the DLR. 
the DLR seemed to be working perfectly. We had to wait again. It was crowded and there was a bit of, a bit of a delay. But we all managed to board the DLR. The DLR left Greenwich Station. It was about three or four minutes outside the station, if that. And then the DLR train decided to reverse and go back to Greenwich. And we were told there would be no more DLR trains. See, one thing is, even if we got into London on the trains, there would be no guarantee on being able to get out again to home. So, I got off the DLR, I walked for quite a while, I got a bus stop to take a bus into London. I had to take two or three buses to get to where I wanted to in London and to arrive at an underground station. There again, I would have to take a couple of underground trains and I would have to change. While this was happening, I was texting my boss to say, I will be there, you just have to give me a chance. I've, I've taken trains, DLR and buses and everything seems to be getting delayed. I did eventually arrive in London and I arrived at my school quite late somewhere between 10 and 11 o'clock. I was a bit annoyed because I'd started at about 6 o'clock and my journey had gone fine for a while. I'd made the effort to come in, more than some other people had. So you think my boss would be very pleased? No, they weren't. They were quite annoyed that I'd taken that long to arrive because I hadn't started out earlier than they suggested although it wouldn't have made much difference. I went into a classroom. We had to combine the classes because there was a lack of teachers. I went into the classroom and I taught the combined class. And for the rest of that week, and the week after, I think, I had to teach all the time and do my other work. I was a sort of assistant, sort of a deputy director of studies, and had to do my other work when I could. I did hear from one of my friends that the other person, my boss, had allocated me these jobs as a punishment because I hadn't made any effort to come in on that day of the storm. In fact, when I had made every effort to come in. So there was enormous ingratitude on their part. But, you know, it doesn't matter. By then, I think our working relationship was breaking down because we were two opposite ends of the spectrum. I was very polite and very understanding of all the stuff. My boss could be quite rude sometimes, and I think if I had been their boss, they probably still wouldn't be there. They were lucky that they could get away with the rudeness because the manager of the school was an absolute rude person themselves. I'm being very grateful about that. I'm sorry, I'm being very, um, not so, not being very grateful about that. I'm being very polite to say they were a very rude person. I'm sure children listen to this podcast, so I'm not going to use the words I want to use. Well, that's all. That's my little story for today, for the podcast this week. So, sometimes you can make an enormous effort and... People can be very ungrateful or there can be lots of ingratitude.
Sometimes you can do something that you just do naturally and people are really grateful. And you think, oh, you know, that's nice, but I'm doing what I usually do. Well, there you go. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Thank you, as always, for listening, downloading, recommending it to others and subscribing. Now, I'm going to have my afternoon cup of tea and digestive biscuit. And I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, this is Steve saying thank you very much. Take care of yourself and have a good weekend. Bye bye.